0: the craggy rugby podcast it's the home edition of scarlet's game my name is alan degan and i'm here in the clan very empty clan stand with william davis and we're starting the podcast as connects do their half lap before they run in and there isn't much happening so very different alan a
1: little bit of music in the background normally this is when this packed stand is starting to buzz people are getting ready Connacht are coming in now they're going to get a little bit of applause in a minute from their own backroom team but they're coming in they're talking
0: to each other but this is just so so weird it certainly is they're they're literally running down the track now and right in front of us and you could hear a pin drop apart from the music playing in the background Um, I'd love to cheer them but we're working and we're socially distancing we've got our, our extension cable here with our microphone for this match it's pretty windy uh, the rain seems to have gone away. The pitch looks in magnificent condition. And Connock need a win, William. Yep, they do. This is an important game. They haven't
1: played for uh, the guts of three weeks. Great win in Edinburgh. They've got to follow it up now tonight. Uh, both sides went through pretty lethargic looking warm-ups to me. I think it's it's probably just difficult to get their mindset around this. But when the referee blows the whistle, it needs to be game on. And they got to forget about this really, I'm going to have to
0: say it again, this really odd atmosphere Yeah, it's, uh, I think there's more There's more security and, and um, ambulance people here than there is anyone else <laughs> right. what we're going to do is we're going go back to something we used to do a long time ago we're going back to our normal 20, 20 minute half time, 60 minute full time quick notes as to what's going on in the game and if we find some atmosphere during the game we'll record that as well we'll talk again in 20 minutes Okay, we're just just over twenty minutes gone, and Connick leads seven points to five. It's a strange, strange atmosphere. Yeah, it's 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 it's
1: it's very odd, Alan. It's takes a little while to get used to it Um, biggest thing you're picking up is you can hear a lot of the noise on the field, you can hear the hits, but you can also hear a lot of the defensive calls, players moving each other into position, players swearing at each other occasionally Uh, and then you've got the helpful advice coming from the sideline which seems to consist of one player on both of the substitutes benches shouting offside all the time so as you can hear it again now, this is the background noise with no fan noise. You're getting this real interaction of the players. Connacht doing fine so far. Uh, a little bit slow to start, but I think they're getting into the game now. And I think this is an this is a wind that um, probably it's it's hard to judge it, but I think it's probably as a ten
0: point win. You, you, you'd Scarlets want to be they are playing with it. They are indeed. A try from Abraham Papali, first try for Connacht as well, as he smashed under the post. So, we'll talk again at halftime. time is Connacht 7, Scarlet's 13. OK, William, yeah, John telling us there to, to score and the Scarlet's dominated that second 20 minutes and got a penalty and a try and lead 13-7 and fully deserve it.
1: Yeah, they're, uh, they look a bit more cohesive than Connacht who haven't played for three weeks and look like it a bit. They're playing a little bit as individuals. Scarlet's better, better organised, have taken their two tries well. Jack had to be very disappointed. He made a bad decision, went went for a catch and knocked the ball into touch, gave them an attacking line and they turned it into points. This can still be turned around. The wind is going to be huge. It's a weird wind. I know the wind in the sports ground is always an issue, but this is a weird, weird wind that we've got here. Um, because it's impossible to tell which way it's blowing. So, they're still well in this, but I wouldn't like to go another score behind. I think the Scarlets have got a little
0: bit of belief from as the, as the half has gone on and it's drifted away from Connacht, I feel. Yeah, yeah. Need a big, good half-time talk, Mandy, there. And we'll talk again in 60 minutes with hopefully some better news. OK, coming up to 60 minutes and things have got worse for Connacht. They're now 20 points to seven behind. Um, things just aren't going their way, William. No, they've, they've spurned a couple of chances
1: down in the near corner here on the clan side um, John Porch had an opportunity from a break, had a guy inside him, didn't pass, went for it and they just haven't been clinical enough Matt Healy's just had a chance there as well scarletts have had one chance in this half and they've absolutely taken it so Connaught have just got to keep going, horrendous conditions here now, absolutely driving rain, Connacht subs are sitting back in the clan terrace the Scarlet subs are all down on the touchline and they're making a hell of a lot of noise. They're driving their team on. I got a feel that maybe Connacht should have their subs down at the same time, although it has to be said that we're now in the middle of a monsoon. We
0: are indeed, and Connacht are on the attack. Paul Boyle's had a huge second half. He's going over the line, and he's held up. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully by the time we get the full time, we might have scored a couple more tries.
2: Full-time score, Connacht
0: 14, Scarlets 20. Uh, that's disappointing, William.
1: Yeah, that's um, that's a poor performance, I think. The Connacht had significant chances in that second half, four clear-cut chances, and they didn't take any of them. The Scarlets really created three clear-cut chances and scored all of them, and that's, that's the difference. Very... Um, very frustrating they've got a bonus point but you can hear by the reaction from the Scarlets that, that means a lot to them because they haven't been playing well and um, yeah that's that's one they're going to have to pick the bones out of it's, it's, it's the spurn chances that are the real frustration um, you know John Porch will look again at what happened to him Matt Healy um, Paul Boyle was a bit unlucky I mean if it had bounced a little bit better with that break and um, yeah that's that's it, it is one that's got away strange night first game here with Glasgow we had some fans tonight, no fans, it's a strange atmosphere um, but there was no lack of commitment from either side, it was a pretty hard fought game you can hear Connacht clapping off the Scarlets there now, but I think they'll be absolutely thrilled going back to Wales with that with that result. And uh, for Connacht now, they get ready to go to Zebrae next weekend, and that's going to be a tough, tough night in Zebrae. Zebrae are a pretty good side at home, and remember, they only lost to the Scarlets in the last minute
0: at Parky Scarlets, so a few questions for them to answer. There certainly is. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with Lily and Dave. OK, before we talk to Dave and Ninley, let's hear what Andy Friend and Paul Boyle had to say about that match.
2: Andy, yeah, straight away, your initial thoughts, and on, on like I can presume, and just to lead into it, I guess, it's just a really disappointing night. That's
3: exactly the word we use, Rob, really disappointing, mate. We, we, uh, we didn't show up. I didn't believe we showed up in the first 40 minutes. I thought we, we were better in the second, but we just weren't clinical. And, you know, we, we, uh, we spoke about before the game, you know, Scarlets have been struggling for form, and, and if we don't give them energy and don't give them life, um, it'll be a tough night. We gave them everything they wanted. We gave them energy. We gave them belief. You know they, they scored two good tries. Their execution was better than ours in that 22, and and now we're chasing the game with the, with the Galway weather coming in the way it did tonight. So um,
2: definitely our fault, mate, and and a lot of disappointed people in that change room. Yeah, there was lots of different errors and all that, but uh, those two tries seemed to be the key Johnny McNichol man of the match for a reason because he really did very well on both scores.
3: Yeah, we need to have a look at that. I mean, I, I, I just felt we were, we were slow to get off the line on both and, and uh, yeah, they were good enough to get the ball to Johnny's hands and, you know, when he's running that arcing line like that, he's a, he's a handful. So, But we needed to make sure we didn't get the, that ball didn't get to his hands, but, you yeah, that's something we need to be better at.
2: How do you kind of put that into context? You know, there's a tendency in our job to constantly try and look at the overall and see where Connacht are. And the narrative seemed to be shaping towards, after what we saw against Edinburgh, you know, this is the type of fixture where Connect will, will add to that last result. Like, how do you kind of analyze this game on its own rather than getting too discouraged by your overall process?
3: Yeah, I think you, you need to look at each game on its merit or its demerit, which which tonight was. We just did that downstairs in the shed. Um, you know, you've got a if it was a win tonight we'd park it pretty quickly. It's a loss, so we'll park it pretty quickly. We've got another one coming up, which is zebra on, on Sunday next week. So, you know, I think the nature of this this job and, and the profession that we're in, you don't hold on to the wins, you don't hold on to losses. You learn from from both. Um so we will definitely take some learns out of that uh and, and we'll make sure we're well, we'll, we'll attempt not to deliver that sort of performance again.
2: If there was something that you feel tonight that the Scarlets maybe did that was key to why they won and what you didn't, and something that you didn't expect, what, what would you say it was? Like,
3: we said it at half-time. I, I, I very rarely, in fact, very rarely have I seen, since I've been here, us out enthused at the sports ground. And tonight I felt in the first 40 minutes we were out in Foos on a home turf. And to me that was embarrassing. I didn't like that. Um, I thought we were much, much better in the second half. But you can't give a a team uh, like the Scarlets 40 minutes to warm up and and to start to find belief, And we did that. So I thought they started the game much, much better. Um, And I thought in the end that was enough to to get them across the line.
2: Paul, just for yourself, what what was it like out there in terms of that second half? And you did seem to be getting more and more into it. But every time you got close to a score, something went wrong, I guess.
0: Yeah, like
1: Friendly said, because we gave them that... Start in the first half and you're chasing the game in conditions like that and you're trying to force things you drop the odd ball and there's obviously be knocked down over the line a couple of times we got held up another time and and when you're chasing the game like that it just that's that's what causes errors and um, I was it was effort thing in the first half is tough to say but if we're being honest that's probably what it was and we started slowly and, and probably didn't work hard enough hard enough in certain areas of the pitch
2: uh, you know people might say after a performance like you did against Edinburgh and then that performance that maybe these conditions don't suit the way Connacht want to play what would you say to that
1: um, well it's we haven't had those conditions yet and in dry conditions we have been moving the ball and scoring some good tries. but like we, we spend a lot of time during the week particularly as a pack on our scrum uh, maul and line out and I suppose we're a little bit disappointed about how that went today we got some good outcomes but, but we had a real focus on it for, for the weather that was coming in and probably didn't execute it like we should have
0: Okay Dave Finn We're just waiting for Lindy pop down to us In a minute She's just finishing off Her, her account of the match um, For the paper That was um, Somewhat frustrating Dave
4: Yeah I mean If you make a mistake once The one thing you shouldn't do Is immediately make the same mistake again And Suddenly you're Looking down the gun Of a, a 10 seventy I mean There's so much You look at that game Going Well if that hadn't happened Or if that hadn't happened And I mean, there's there was a mistakes for the first try. There was mistakes for the second try. There was mistakes for the third try. Um, there were two instances of a knock on over the line. There was an, well, the one I I'm not sure about. I need to look back at it. Definitely, the, like, there was definitely one in both corners. There was a hold up over the line. There was there was at times it was just idiotic. And I know the, the players will know it themselves. In the moment, you don't think it's an idiotic thing to do. And then you, even five seconds later, you know you've made a complete hames of things. There were balls being thrown to people who were, not, who were not expecting the balls. There were just simple mistakes. And allowing for the fact that we did it, there, at times there was a monsoon out there. But it was a monsoon for both sides. And I think through certainly got away with it because they weren't in possession during the worst of the weather. But they were very, very good indeed one or two little things you could argue that they got away with there was was there a forward pass in the the second try there was there was a couple of occasions where you're thinking I'm not sure how the referees come to that decision but ultimately and I don't and you've heard heard, just heard there's no I mean they showed up and we didn't and you can't do that if you don't show up and I mean Irrespective of the sport, and I've said this about Connacht, it'd be nice if they played eighty minutes, but it would be nice today if they played sixty minutes.
0: Yeah, but like you're, you're you know, we we could look at you know, are, 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 are coming off a great win last week when they should have, they probably should have lost at home to Zebra, and so they're they're more match hardened than than Connacht, who haven't played a game in three weeks.
4: Yeah, I was thinking that might be an issue, but then I went back and think, well, what was what's the most recent comparison, and that is the performance we put in against Ulster up in in the Aviva. So there is. <sighs> I mean, it's not an excuse. I mean, it's not an excuse. It's, it, it's
0: is, it, is it a case then that just things just didn't go their way? Paul Boyle, unbelievable break at the, the start of the second half. Kicks the ball through and it bounces the wrong way. It goes into touch. That ball stays in field. He scores a try. And Johnny Porch taking a huge
4: catch and he gets tackled. And I mean, again, I mean, you have days like that, but you create your own luck. And I think that's the thing. I mean, another day, Colin Riley's little chip. On a better day, without maybe the wind behind him, maybe it was just if the wind is not as strong, it dies before Johnny McNichol bounces up John Porchester. Yeah.
0: And then you have to have twice we blocked down clearance kicks, and twice they they recover the ball because it bounced second, it bounced, the it bounced to their the men.
4: I'm looking at the referee, and I'm not quite sure how you've come to that decision because I think there was a there was a, there was a there was an offside player, the second player did, but they weren't they they weren't. Enough to determine that we had. No, but at, where, where, where did we? We were not. We we played. We did not play brilliantly. We did not play brilliantly at all. No, but we created. we
0: created know, a lot of chances oh, and didn't quite take. Them.
4: Execution has got to be, and if your execution is off, it's. It, it can show because when we I mean go back to the Edinburgh game, the execution there was could not have been better, yeah. and today it could not have been worse. And you look at how many times did the scarlets get down into our in yeah. our red zone? Four or five times. Now, the, in the second half, they made mistakes. They made some fundamental errors. They got. They, they got done for delaying a line-out. They got done for it. Their, their reserve hooker comes on, the first thing he does is is dummy a throw-in. So they were making dumbass mistakes as well, but the punishment they got from them was not as severe as the punishment we got from ours.
0: Yeah, I think that was, that was sort of I was sort of drifting towards. that There was an element of just, you could see it. You could just feel the energy wasn't going Connock's way tonight. Yeah. But having said that, it was a game that it should have been and, and, and could have won. And now you're looking at a situation where Andy has said you have to win 90% of your own games. In order well, no, we to have to win hundred percent of our home. Well games no, in <laughs> order his 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 tag was ninety percent of their home games in order to get to a home quarter final. You're now gonna have to beat Munster Ulster and Leinster at home. That's a heck of an ask. Well,
4: it's gotta be done at some point. I mean it's got to be done at some point. I mean you can't you can't if you want to win to, if you want to win trophies, you've got to beat the best teams, you've got to beat them in your home packs, you've got to make this place, ironically enough, a fortress. And I thought we were doing so.
0: It's yeah, but but like you know, that was the, I. I put out a couple of videos tonight because um, I'm lucky enough to be here. I couldn't believe you know, some it's great work great from 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 William and and Stephen to get us here. Um, but it was just bizarre, and it was you know I have to say one of the things that disappointed me, and I think William mentioned it earlier on. We were standing slightly closer to the Scarlet's um, backroom staff and their their subs and whatever, but they were on. The track, shouting encouragement to their, to their players, right up until the point where it became the monsoon. The Connachan guys were back in the back of the, the Clan stand, and and you just didn't hear the same level, and you certainly didn't hear anything like the level of support when a certain Monday was here for the Glasgow game.
4: No, and I absolutely agree with you. I mean, it, it was. It, it, I've been at, I've been at some very empty sports ground games. I've been at some really like when the under 18s games and and the Eagles games. I mean, there has been. Small No, obviously nothing as small as this, but even I remember being at an under 18s game and looking across the hall, and the only two people who were on the other side were two mates of mine who I brought along and who just for some reason decided to sit over on that side. There's, there's always noise, there's always some sort of. But even at the level we've played at, when the only people who aren't a member of the squad has been, yes. you might as a man and his dog if he remembers to bring along his dog. Yeah. But you still make noise yourself. You, yeah. you're, you're the ones cheering, you're the ones. Driving the guys forward, and I mean, it was, yeah, it absolutely. You, you absolutely knew every time something went well, went right for the Scarlets. You yeah. absolutely knew, yeah.
0: That's that's something maybe that uh, we could get more from our our, our backroom or our substitutes and anyone else that was here sort of cheering them on. No, it was, we
4: weren't in Glasgow, we, I don't know, I wasn't in Edinburgh, so I don't know if maybe, maybe it was just the night that was in it. I don't know, there just there, there was a lack of energy, and maybe that feeds into it as again, maybe that's another thing as well that that lack of energy that Andy spoke about might also be reflected in that. I have no I can't that's something intangible. That's yeah. not something you can you can you can you can train over the course of a week. That needs to be there next week. I hear
0: it has to be there next week. I mean, yeah. Zebra are gonna to be Zebra, tough.
4: Zebra are gonna be a banana scheme because they are they are never tougher than when everybody expects them to do badly and they should have they will feel they should have beaten the Scarlets last week. So they, they should will, have
0: beaten the Scarlets last week.
4: They will look at us and go, Yeah, do you know what? we can beat these guys. And we're gonna be we're definitely gonna be without some players that were here some players that were here tonight. Because it just yeah. happened last night up in up in the Aviva. Yeah,
0: yeah, you'd assume so. All right, we got Linish, you've just finished writing up your report there for the Irish Times. Your thoughts on that disappointing result?
5: Well, it was a real opportunity that they had a great chance. You know, to to leapfrog the scarlets and some of the teams above them, who were only above them by a single point, point. Um, and I just think it was a great opportunity lost. Look, I know there were mitigating factors. The weather was pretty appalling, you know. Um, Connacht haven't played a match for three weeks. They've had players like Jack and and um, Kieran coming back, and Alton Delane coming back from Irish camp, so there's been a little bit of disruption. There are some mitigating factors. It looked like a team who hadn't actually trained together for a while. I just thought there were so many mistakes, and was it, you know, I wasn't sure whether they were under pressure themselves that they thought you know um that they just didn't seem to be able to perform jack unfortunately did not have the best game that he will ever he won't he will just want to put that one behind him you know luckily he did come back in the second half and produced a few couple of really decent kicks yeah. which which will be great for him going forward but it wasn't it wasn't a very big, good return to Connor for him no. and so i i just think it was an opportunity lost and Just a game where they didn't take control, where they didn't execute properly. They weren't clinical enough.
0: Yeah, Um, like they were over the line, what? They've knocked the ball over the line two or three times. They were held up another time. Like, they did create chances.
5: Mind you, that said, I would like to see that we had no TMO, did we? I mean...
0: Well, there was was someone in front of us that looked as though there was a sort of a TMO, but it didn't... Yeah. You know, it was... Ollie Hodges was meant to be there.
5: Well, I... Maybe so. Uh, look, I just thought there were so many opportunities out there that, yeah, yeah. you know, that at least they should have got over it on one of those occasions. You know, and I find, I just found that quite disappointing, for all the domination that they had in that in that second period.
0: Yeah, yeah. Especially unlike I suppose the player of the second period was was Paul Boyle, who was just outstanding.
5: Well, there were, he was. You know, he he took the game sort of by the scruff of the neck and and led by example. Um, you know, I thought Porch was once again was pretty strong as he always as he always is and he was similar. Um Jared Butler was was very prominent in a lot of those carries and he were a lot of, particularly for that I think for the first try he was. Um so there were some good individual performances, but I just think collectively and I thought the back line just probably wasn't at its best.
0: No, no, and I suppose conditions have you know, part of I see it's raining again. You know, we've had these, these desperate showers that are been dropping in and out on a regular basis, and it was very windy and it was a strange wind because it didn't seem to be going in any one direction it seemed to be going in about three different directions at the same time
5: yeah some of the kicking was a bit um you didn't really know where the ball was going to land i thought at the first half i wasn't really sure who had the wind and who didn't in the first half quite honest with you and it did kind of it was kind of like a swirling wind but you know we know the sports ground we've got to take you know that has to be taken into account you know when they go out and play
0: it certainly does, and it's it's you know I think there was only at one stage that I think wow now there's our skill levels that we showed and we nearly got a try in the corner here I think we were held up on, on that one but we didn't show enough of that I think we were trying to do a bit a bit too much bish bash bosh um, and weren't quite as as you say clinical like you look at I think Scarlets only had three or four chances and scored three tries on a, on a penalty um, but the, the game was still there he just felt that the game was still there. But I don't know there was just an energy missing maybe it was the fans that were missing what did you what did you feel like you're sitting up here in your your normal spot and there was nobody in front of you it,
5: it, it, look it's hard to put a finger on it quite honestly with you is it is it the crowd possibly when when everyone is you know chanting con it, con it and you know they get you know behind them they just they just looked a little bit um
4: I think the crowd is much more important than affecting the other team and the referee and I think got, you saw that was a, the, when they, were, they made mistakes. So those two points I about the two, the two silly mistakes they made from at line out time. Crowd would have gone up and raised and, and, and gone up when Jack took that. Um, when, when Jack took that kick that, for, from the penalty, I thought he'd gone completely to the wrong side and absolutely um, arsed it up. To be honest with you, and then it rolls in the touch into twenty-two. That crowd would have got up behind that as well. The crowd would have. Made life more difficult, and that that <laughs> when it was clear that the penalty was going to be given for the dropping in the last minute, and it took two minutes for the referee to come round and actually see what was happening, because the toucher wouldn't make a decision, the crowd would have been onto the toucher to make it. That would have happened earlier. That's where the crowd comes in, and that's what they feed off. It's more. You know, it, it home advantage doesn't count, and it, uh, it doesn't count as much because teams don't have to. They're not, it, 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 it isn't intangible, but it affects away teams and officials more than it does. So you're seeing, hopefully, I don't need to be stand by, I need to look at all games again. You're seeing less really crazy home team <laughs> decisions and you're seeing less mistakes and less, you know, like idiotic mistakes and pressure, you know, mistakes from pressure by away teams. Yeah. That's where the ground was in what it does to the home team that's intended in it's hard to access but it definitely seems to be a weight off away teams it certainly was a weight off the Scarlets yeah,
0: it certainly was I think I certainly think that the, the Connacht team missed the Connacht fans and, and certainly the way they, they trudged off normally there would be the hardcore there cheering them off no matter what and you could you could definitely get a sense that they missed that
4: when, when, when it occurred to me to the fans were here, and I, I pointed out Lindy was the half the half pitch lap before yes. before they go into the tunnel and put on the shirts that was the. I actually looked up when they were off the pitch. You that is like even at, you know even Eagles games and as it back to the, the under 18s and the kids yeah. and some of the like the very very tiny crowds. There, there's always a, a reaction and that yeah. was just that for me was the most eerie
0: part of the evening. It certainly was. Okay, let's finish off the podcast. Just quick, any other business? I don't know if anyone has any other business. It's bloody cold called?
4: It was quieter than it's normally here in terms of the sound the level of the music. And it's much quieter than the other than, than Terryland and Amy DC Park. Amy DC Park have been blasting out the same system and there is literally no the only people in it are in the press box. And thinking, Nobody notices. And he's shouting it out, and the only people who um, who are there are stewards and, and the the the, the, yep. the, the subs. But there was one thing tonight I saw so in terms of the two grounds that I had didn't see at MDC Park was there was actually, at one point, there was somebody over on the far side. Now, it could just have been the steward who'd gone in for someone that's drier to stand. I don't know. But in MDC Park, I actually got kicked out of the far side because they wanted it kept sterilised. Oh. <laughs> I, over
0: there I thought
4: there was nobody over there. That'll be safer. I was actually technically more wrong than if I stayed where I was.
0: Well, I'm only thinking. The only thing is the far side is that you do have the coaches. They're still up in their box, up on the on the high, and the TV guys. And there's a new there's a new TV box. Or the TG Kahar people so normally they're on the side of the pitch I don't think they would have enjoyed I being on Mary, the side I of the pitch I
4: have to say I think Mary Tross she's put her foot down and gone I am not standing outside in the rain anymore after five years I think she's entitled to at least a studio everybody else is getting one
0: yeah Yeah. well I suppose the Grant Thornton stand can't be used so they've built a, a little studio over there right I think we'll leave it there and hopefully next week we'll have a more positive one but at least we had a game that's something
5: lose cut it loose. Break out or nothing changes Sad and confused Don't wait until you